Today's show is sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. They have the best laser etch glassware out there at wholesale prices. If you're a distillery, you're probably already using them, but if you're not, reach out to me. If you're a store or bourbon group, you want to work with distilleryproducts.com. I would be happy to get you in touch with them. Reach out to me. I'll get you in touch with Carson, Janie, Vicky, and all the good folks over at distilleryproducts.com. And you can get the official Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Glen Karen, or the Kenzie Glass at their sister site, premiumbarproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. It is fall officially this week. But it is dad season year round because if you use code dad season, that is D-A-D-S-E-A-S-O-N, Orca Coolers will take 20% off your whole order. So that's tumblers, coolers, whatever it is you need. You want a gym bottle, you want a bottle to go hiking with, one of those barrel tumblers to have by the fire, or maybe you need a cooler. Go to orcacoolers.com, use code dad season, get 20% off, and be the envy of dads everywhere. Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. How's it going, buddy? Oh, still alive and kicking. You having a good week? Not too bad. The weather here has been uh, rather lackluster. I feel like we got back from KBF, and it has just rained all week. It's one of those times where it's like five, six days of rain in a row, and now we got to start worrying about flooding all around middle Tennessee because man, it has been pouring nonstop. I came back getting those dogs in the house. I mean, I got to towel down the dogs for like 15 minutes before I get them back in the house or else there's going to be wet paws everywhere. I don't know. You can see what kind of, you know, shapes they might make on the floor and see if it turns into like one of those, uh, what do they call it? Where you try to see the images like a magic eye. No, like people used to put like certain ink on paper and like fold it or something. And you'd say what you saw. Oh, like the ink blots the that you get at a psychiatrist's office. I mean, it's not only like shrinks. She was gonna go do it for fun. I just thought it had a name. Ink blots. I, I thought there was like an art type to it, almost. I don't know, but I'd be dying to see what you think of when you get ink blots. Like, what's the first thing that comes to Zeke's mind? It's gonna be like Leon, uh, the South, Kid Rock, Georgia, Go Dogs. No. Bang energy drinks and fruit roll ups. That would be what you would see. I would find nice, funny, abstract things that were like, ooh. I'm just talking it. about everything you have in your pantry. Clearly, you raid my pantry when you're here. You wouldn't know that much detail about it. I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm just you saying. You remember it better than I do. You have peanut butter crackers, fudge stripe cookies. You have goldfish, <laughs> fruit roll-ups, bang energy drinks, sugar-free Red Bull, Gatorade, cereal. Am I missing anything? I mean, I feel like you remember the pantry so well. If there's something missing, he'd be like, hey, dog, did you forget this at the grocery? Because there's a space here and you need to put it back. I kind of like those. I did forget beef jerky. Zeke lives off beef jerky. I mean, I ate a lot. Now the fact that the, uh, the baby loves it, it just makes it even worse. Oh, Layla loves beef jerky? Oh, yeah. The other night she wanted to have beef jerky for supper. <laughs> How do you know that this kid is yours? Well immediately addicted to beef jerky seriously charleston won't even touch it layla i want jerky now that jerky 
She is a daddy's girl for sure. Like, you know, I've always kept it in the car for a snack. Whenever I've been up from school, as soon as she gets in there, jerky, dad, <laughs> jerky. I'm like, can I get a seatbelt on? Like, move the car, jerky. <laughs> I don't know why I find this so funny, but I think it's just the fact that I know Zeke and I were driving up to KBF. And I mean, he had two bags of jerky in the front, along with a roll of toilet paper in case he had to blow his nose. <laughs> Hey, man, Alabama Kleenex right there. I can't help you from the north and don't know what's going on. Oh, I know what's going on. I've done the same thing myself. I'm just saying. It's like you came out. I was like, you don't trust that the BMP is going to have shit tickets? Hey, at least I was even considerate enough to bring a plastic bag to go along with it. So if I blew my nose, I would put them all in there and throw them away versus just being like littering or throw them in the back of your truck or something. I do appreciate how considerate you are. But Zeke, it is Friday. We are getting ready for the weekend. And that means we're going to talk about Action247.com, Tennessee's only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. If you use code DADS100, they will match up to $400 of your first deposit. That is pretty damn cool. For those of you that know, we have been doing a pick'em challenge. So Zeke is up six to three on my five to four, and that's because last week we were lame and we picked the same teams. We are using the spread. South Carolina, we both lost because we picked South Carolina because we did not think Georgia was going to cover the spread. Georgia won the game. South Carolina did not cover the spread, and therefore we lost that game. But we won Penn State and Stanford. Both of them won their games. And they won their games with the spread. This week, I have picked some interesting games. I have Zeke's team on there, and I have my team on there. We have Georgia, minus 35, at Vandy. Who are you picking in this game, Zeke Baker? <laughs> Man. Do you need the weather and the wind? No, I, I just need to decide, like, an instinct and in, uh, too many years of being a dog. And who would have thought we'd cover? With South Carolina. Away. At South Kakalaki. Never. 35 is a lot, though. I picked this game just because 35 is a lot. I feel like we might pick something different for this game. 35 is a lot. Bandy is not <laughs> very good. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. I'll take the dogs. They got a hell of a defense so far. I really want to pick the dogs. What I am weighing in my head right now, I mean, theoretically, on paper, Georgia should win this game by 35 points. It's at Vandy. I don't really think Vandy gets much of a home field advantage. For those of you that live in Nashville or come visit Nashville, I think the visiting team gets more of a home field advantage at Vandy because everybody wants to come to Nashville, and there is always a huge road contingent at every Vandy game. The stadium does not hold as many people as the other stadiums in the SEC does, so I don't really think there's a home field advantage, but 35 points is a lot. I want to say Vandy just to go against Zeke, but this game I'm going to agree with you, and I am also going to say Georgia. Next game, LSU is minus 2.5 traveling to Starkville to play Mississippi State. Who do you have in this game? This is going to be a tighter game. Two teams that are pretty close to each other in the rankings. Both of them are very good. Who do you have in this one? State. Damn it. I agree with you. I don't want this to be another, like, let's all pick the same thing again. But man, Mississippi State has impressed the hell out of me this year. They are playing like badasses. There's an S in LSU that I, I think might mean the same word. I know, but I think <laughs> no. you're picking Mississippi State. <laughs> 
I am. I just thought about letting it run for uh, you know ambiguity later and being like, I never declared, John. You're on your own. <laughs> That would have been a good one, actually. I should let that slide. No, I'm with you. I'm Mississippi State. I hope we don't pick all three the same because I'm going to feel really bad. And this is how the whole rest of the season goes. I'm screwed because you are one <laughs> game ahead of me. But I know. Get out to the lead early. Last but not least, Kentucky is minus five traveling to South Kakalaki and playing the South Carolina Gamecocks. That's a little bit more of a thinker. I know. Kentucky's, I wanted to make you think. Kentucky's looked better than I would have expected them to, especially with, at least I haven't seen a falter yet. But you know, that just tells me they're due. And that loud chicken down there in South Carolina is aggravating as hell. I'll go with the, the loud chicken. Kentucky's quarterback play has really, really impressed me. I know this is my team. I know I will feel bad if I bet against them, but I really like what Stoops is doing and has been doing and building that program up, and I really like the quarterback. I think Kentucky is playing well this year. I know they just were coming off a barely uh, – they, they didn't really show a dominant performance against Chattanooga, but I think they're going to bounce back, and I am going to take Kentucky with the minus five on this one. Well, at least we got one uh, tiebreaker game, so to speak. Yeah, so you're either going up to or we're tying it up going into next week. Anyways, check out action247.com. They have lots of games, lots of other stuff besides football. And if you use code DADS100, they'll match your deposit up to 400 bucks. So check them out at action247.com. But Zeke, let's get into the whiskey. And in today's show, we are drinking Parker's Heritage. It is the 15th edition of Parker's Heritage Collection. It's an 11-year-old heavy char wheat whiskey, and it continues the distillery's commitment to support ALS research and patient care in honor of Parker Beam. This is 75 barrels charred for one minute and 30 seconds, level five, as opposed to the traditional 40-second char level three for Heaven Hill. The wheat whiskey reached peak maturation after 11 years on the sixth floor of Rickhouse Y. The heavy char allowed Heaven Hill's traditional wheat whiskey mash fill of 51% wheat, 37% corn, and 12% barley to interact more with oak. This is the third heavy char edition of the series. It advances the study of premium innovation at Heaven Hill's distillery through the Parker's Heritage Collection. That is pretty much all you need to know, Zeke Baker. Fair enough on the uh, the rundown there. With the exception that the MSRP is one thirty nine ninety nine. Not bad. That's about where it is every year, so all good. I mean, for an LTO these days, there's plenty of things that'll uh, hit your pocket way harder than that will, and nothing else. You can always get a warm fuzzy feeling knowing you're doing something for charity. I mean, if this has a couple extra bucks tacked onto it because of the ALS component, I would not be mad about that at all. I'm happy to do that in Parker's legacy. I think it's a great thing that they continue to give to ALS. So just want to take a second and thank them for that. But uh, we're just getting right into it this month. It is September. It is Bourbon Heritage Month. What did you get on this Whiskey Zeke? I'll do nose and then thoughts, I guess. So I don't give too much away here. But nose-wise... It reminded me of honey, but like the warm golden honey. You know, if you add heat to honey, it obviously gets much more, you know, aromatic and, and floral to a sense. And I, I thought this, this kind of reminded me of that. Behind that, definitely got like a twinge of cinnamon and oak. Kind of 
putting it all together and thinking about it a little more, it, it was almost like a, a spicy golden or honey gram or whatever. A feel kind of like, you know, like um, sweet heat or, or, or sweet chili type products where there's that, you know, yin and yang, two different senses. But if they're in the right spots, they just hit you really good, you know. Palette wise, I thought that there was a, uh, a flash of the sweet and then some very deep oak notes moving through it front to back. I felt like the oak almost always took the lead uh, and it was kind of in front of the sweet, but at the same time, the sweetness always came back through very nicely. It was not a very viscous pour, but it, it just seemed to cover and coat the palate well, or at least I, I felt like I was getting sen- taste sensations from all over. I thought the proof as well was in a really nice spot. You know, it doesn't overwhelm you or, or make it hard to enjoy at all, but it keeps you in check. You know, this would be sipping whiskey, you know, to a tea for a reason. The last thing I kind of picked up toward the finish earlier, it was, it was, you know, slightly earthy in the sense of like an unsweet tea, but I, I didn't think that that was a bad characteristic at all. I hate this because we just did last show, we did Old Forester birthday bourbon and you and I couldn't get a different experience. And this one, I feel like we are spot on to a tea and the nose, it was like almost like hard honey. Like if honey was put into a hard candy with cinnamon sprinkled on top is kind of what I got. It was almost like a, a honey sucker just was really thick and it was so thick. That's why I was thinking hard candy, but totally agree with you on the nose and the palate. And the the amazing thing on the palate for me was that the oak came first and it was the oak and char that hit the front of your palate, which is normally where that rye spice would go, where the fruit would go, where, you know, the vanillin would go, all that kind of stuff would kind of hit you in the front of the palate. This one, it is char and oak that hits you in the front. And then the finish is just all that other stuff that you would typically think of as notes for whiskey. It leaves you, it's almost like one of those experiences where sometimes the finish can leave you going like, oh man, that's heavy char and oak and dry. This, it's like, whoa, it leaves you the other way around and that oak's in the front and it's just so unique that I love the way that you walk away and you're left with this whiskey after uh, you you have it and what the finish kind of lingers is. Yeah, and that, that's really what I, I thought the proof was the, the nicest aspect to it when I, I don't think they added any water to this. I'm not sure. It may just be sheer, uh, you know, luck or coincidence from the barrels they selected. It was just the point to where you want to slowly enjoy it. It's got enough flavor where you want to slowly enjoy it. It just all seemed to line up really well. Honestly, like my biggest takeaway, especially thinking about when we did birthday just before this one, was the fact that the label says heavy char. It, it doesn't taste like a charred product to me. It, it just has a really nice essence of oak to it, but it's very enjoyable oak. It, it's not that kind of salty or bitter or, or anything else that you may pick up or associate with you know too much char, so to speak, in the juice. It's almost like the wheat with this pairs really well the sweetness of the wheat pairs well with a a heavy char i wasn't as big of a fan of the heavy char bourbon and the rye like i am with this one and i don't think i mentioned it i think i kind of messed up on the the tail of the tape but this is 122 proof and i'll be damned if this tastes like 122 proof oh my bad i thought you threw that out there that's why i was making such a point about the the proof being in a good spot because it's not low proof really hell i can't remember anything anymore like i think (laughs) i did but i don't know if i did so if you're listening to this it's been a long day 
But yeah, for an 11 year product, 122 proof, and also, you know, trying to factor in, yeah, some of the, you know, the larcenies and, and other wheat ears that Heaven Hill puts out are probably younger, but there's also the old Fitz releases. And those have been all around the 11 year mark, both a little above and under. I mean, both a little below and above. Man, Heaven Hill nailed a weeder. <laughs> with this one i mean they nail a lot of weeders at heaven hill though i mean think about everything they do with old fits that's what i'm saying and i'm not saying they're bad but this one i mean this is in the sweet spot i would buy three of these if i could i can't think of any of the old fitzes that we've you know been lucky enough to have that do what this does was it the first old fit seven or nine it was the, we had it with Bernie a few years ago. That one was my favorite out of the old fits. It was under one of 10. The younger, yeah, one of the younger ones we really liked. But, you know, think about all the, the, the larceny barrel proofs we've had and how they just kind of have that essence of, of still being not quite mature yet. And you pick up, you know, that corn profile in there that kind of throws you off for it being a wheater. But this thing, <laughs> it does good. Uh, like I say, to, to me, it's almost a misnomer to call it heavy char. Because the char is not what I get. I just get a, a very well-rounded oak forward product. And I mean, you and I both neither uh, chasers of the oak, so to speak, I guess. But this just, it, it sits. I mean, I'd call it like center cut or something, you know? I couldn't agree with you more. We are both all in on this. And thank you, Heaven Hill, for sending us this whiskey. I'm a huge fan of it. This just moved up pretty high on my releases I need to get this year, like you know, we try a lot of stuff. We have samples. It's not often. I'm like, man, I really need a bottle of that, but I really need a bottle of that. Pretty darn good folks. Go ahead and find us on Facebook at dad's drinking bourbon, Twitter at bourbon dads, Instagram at dad's drinking bourbon. Please leave us an open and honest review. Just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Thank you again to heaven Hill for sending us a sample. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.